0: Hello. You're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, Episode Fifteen: Coffee and Gnomes. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And this is Rosie and Jessica's Day, Day of, of Fun, Episode Fifteen. Hello. Hello. So, what have we been up to this week? I've no idea. Oh. You did some ball games. I went to see some ball games. That actually. To be briefly honest, it was not this week. Uh, that was a little while ago, but it's still on. And we were talking about the costume exhibition, which is about to start at the V&A. And it reminded me that I went to see the ball gown exhibition at the V&A, and I didn't say anything. But it was really good. Excellent. I said it was really good. I struggle to find one that I would want to wear. Oh, that's not very good, though, Usually no, when you go and look at frocks, and go, "Oh, I like that one, I would wear this one. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much. Cool. Some of them were horrible. I had my birthday. How did that pan out? Yeah, well, it happened. I actually achieved twenty-three, so well done. Congratulations to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I managed to spin it out over an absurd number of days. You did, yes. That was that was well done. Very impressive. Um, and then, uh, yeah, all sorts. What did we do? Oh, I had to go to guides on my actual birthday. Yeah. And they gave me a big card and a surprise cake with candles. And that was then nice on Thursday we did a uh, family dinner. And then on Saturday, we all went out for lunch with my friends. We had a lovely day out, didn't we? We did have a lovely day out. Rose and Jessica's day of fun. Yeah. And Toby yeah. and Rachel's. And Toby and Rachel. And we went to the Bud bakery. Oh. And I had a red velvet whoopie pie, which is the best thing ever. We we ate, well, I didn't have one. But everyone sort of sat. In Soho, there's a water pump commemorating the great cholera epidemic of like 1873 or something. So we sat at the bottom of that. sat at the cholera place and ate some cake. In the rain it was good we went to gosh and we went to Yamcha, and for tea yeah and we did some shopping and um, also on birthday week I went to see twelfth night at the globe with my friend Mavis and it was incredible it was uh Mark Rylance Stephen Fry uh, Samuel Barnett of uh, family fountains fame Oh yes of course yes. Um, Roger Lloyd Pack uh, uh, plus others it was great Mark Rylance was incredible he had this weird walk he's playing Olivia um, and I honestly thought he was on wheels. I've never <laughs> seen anyone walk so smoothly, and it was it was great. And we stood up, and we were in, yeah, we were the groundlings. We'll have to practice our smooth walking. Yeah, it helped that he had a massive Elizabethan gown on. So yeah, that's cheap. true. Yeah. Also, uh, on Friday, I went to the Breakfast Club, which is a, a lovely little series of restaurants I that do like, like restauranty yeah, things. Little restaurants are the uh, diners, sort of. Um, they do breakfasty things like pancakes and stuff, but I had a sandwich which was called When Halloumi Met Salad Wrap. I see what they did there. And it was literally one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, top five sandwiches, it's going to need some oh, serious no. rethinking. It was uh, grilled halloumi. Already I'm on board. I'll have just eaten the halloumi. Hummus, sun-dried tomatoes and spinach. Mm. That sounded nice. It was really good. Jessica, you have a, a, a house a domestic technique. Yes. I've been meaning to mention this for about three podcasts now. I have discovered something that will absolutely change all of your lives. It's revolutionary. You'll wonder how you possibly lived before. You won't. I'm not overselling this, I don't think. Right, basically, when you put your clothes in the chest of drawers... See, exactly. Already your expectations have crashed. Don't stack them, but put them on their sides so you file them so you can see all of your t-shirts at the same time. Yes. I, I saw, I can't remember how I got there, but I saw a video on YouTube explaining how to do this, and I thought, oh my god, this is amazing. I will find out video. you. So um, I gave it a go, and it is brilliant. Um, surprisingly, you can, it takes up less space, I, which I don't really understand. No, me neither. Because the mass hasn't changed, you're just arranging them differently. Um, but since I've done that, it's all over the place. Really? Yeah. I've seen several other people saying, oh yes, and this is how I store my things in my chest of drawers. I'm like, okay. Old hat, we've all done there. Yeah, that. we've all been there um uh, yeah i started doing it it's, it's pretty good. good but my drawers are less deep than yours so my uh they're sort of a little a little floppier they don't quite stand up and you have to fold them differently. oh well fold them shorter then no I'm, I'm doing that really yeah well that's all right then oh my moving on i achieved uh i attained really a lot of dvds in the last fortnight and jessica and i went off shopping for uh on on our birthday day of fun and we both went and bought our teenage TV show. Yeah. So, I don't know about you, dear listener, but as a teenager, a teenager, I had a show, and everyone has that show that they love, so some of my friends, it was Alias. Charlie I No. Jessica loved Ally McBeal, and I loved Buffy. Yep. And uh, they were both in the HMV sale, so... We did that. Now, if I have one piece of advice, it's if you're buying a DVD box set, buy it at the end of your shopping trip because we were lugging those around. Yeah, it it wasn't too bad. But I I actually, you may be surprised, I don't own Alimutville. Well, I did. Um, But the problem is I bought all of Alimutville quite a long time ago and I had to gather it over... It's about two years it took me to get it all because each season was broken in half. So you got a box, two boxes per season. And there were six discs per season, and each disc got its own DVD-sized box. Then, in a set of three, so for five seasons, I have ten boxes of sets of three. So I have thirty like, DVD, DVD, DVD cases, is. which is ridiculous. That's an entire shelf. So I've decided to downsize. So I'm going to then try and I'm going to try and take the old ones to the DVD exchange. Uh, and now I have a nice small one, which is like ten DVDs worth. Ten DVDs. They're double. Worth. Each season is a double DVD. I actually already own that yeah. box set so there are currently three complete sets of Mobile oh, yeah. in this house first world problems this is ridiculous i know i've had to get rid of my first two seasons of buffy but lap- I, lavish and I know we sound like a melda marcos but with Mobile. <laughs> uh jessica also gave me our day of fun favorite burlesque uh, which yeah. i unwrapped and shouted oh, i'm gonna have to think of a new christmas present for you because i was definitely planning <laughs> on buying jessica for christmas so all to the good and Toby got me uh, the new Lego Batman game for the Wii. I'm so excited. I thought have managed to and play it, it. It came with a little toy as well. Yeah, a little Lex Luthor toy. Oh, so ah, yes. Know. I'm going to take him to work and put him on my desk then. In turn, giving me a funny look. In K, sort of slumped on my knitting. Don't look at the knitting. Don't want to talk about it. Okay, let's move on. What on earth is that noise? That's a train. Oh. I went for a run this morning. No, you never did. I did. Now, usually when I run, and I say usually, I've genuinely not been running for about three months, if not longer. I do sort of two minutes running, minute walking, or three minutes, minute... pace. Yeah. Sort of. But today I thought, no, I'll just keep going, because then I usually find that I actually get more tired, because I'm looking at my watch, and I think, oh, I'm, I'm two and a half minutes through my three minutes, I must be getting tired now. Whereas then I just sort of set off and occasionally did 30 seconds of walking. And, uh, no, that was a terrible idea. You're not, your teeth aren't supposed to hurt, right? That's not a running thing? Like at work this week, um, we were talking about getting RSI, and I said... <laughs> It's just when I use a computer for a long time, my whole right side, my whole right side hurts, including my leg. Is that normal? <laughs> and I just collected faces—just loads of people just pulled these awful shocked faces and like, "Oh my goodness!" You know, you're going to die. Your legs going to fall. Damage. You've got yeah. some sort of rare condition. Yeah. So um, I'm a physical wreck. Yeah, you are. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. Uh, we've been watching Strictly. I realise. We have been watching Strictly. I was thinking about this last night that we should add this in. We wrote the podcast plan yesterday. We can do Strictly strict update. Yeah. Update. What did you think? I, I watched it when I got in. Yeah. What did you think of this week's? Who was your favourite? Who's your least favourite? Uh, loved Kimberly. Yes, that was fun. Not least because she was dancing to a Judy song. Yes. Like, oh, I love I love Judy. Oh my God, it's summer stock. Although technically she should have been wearing a blazer and a hat, but no trousers. That's what ah. Judy wears, isn't that? Not a big skirt. Um, I loved Kimberly, of course I love Lisa. Yeah, She's, she's so happy! Who. Uh, Jerry started better, but. Yeah, she than was better. Than she, she definitely came off in general better than she did last week. Sort of in now, the, both I, dance and interviews. I don't think Michael Vaughan is that bad. And I watch him, I think, this is fine, then I was like, out of time, you're getting it all wrong, and I can't tell. Which I think obviously shows I'm not a natural born dancer, but I think he's quite fun. Yeah, I think he did better than he did last week. Yeah. He looks slightly like... A dad dancing. A dad dancing, yeah. Like, he can obviously... He looks slightly... like This is going to sound really potty. He looks like he's marking it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like he, he needs to turn it up to 11. That's yeah. what he needs to do. Now, I felt that the introduction of a dog at the end of Danny Harmers woefully threw the whole show off balance. Because nobody was paying attention to anyone except the dog. Yeah, that was I did enjoy the appearance of Betty the Dog, but um I During the, they need to be ushered during, off for the interview. During the interview then oh, and, and the judge's comments, then they the camera kept on focusing on cutting to the dog. Yeah. Like don't cut to the dog, no one cares what the dog's doing. We appreciate the dog is there, that's fun. I like Danny. We were saying yesterday when watching it that she is probably going to stay in quite a long time because she seems to be one of the people who's getting better. Yeah. Whereas Denise has gone in high. Yes. But I'm not I'm I'm and indifferent. It's, it's the presence of Denise i'm not sure Uh, that's a bit
1: i think people won't
0: be voting for her and i think she'll stay through for a while on judges rating with the fact that her job is musical theater yeah and i know it's a very different style of dancing she's not but it means that she's she she kind of has a foot in the door you know yes whereas i think somebody like danny obviously hasn't done dancing a lot and yet she's you can see how she's improving and she's gonna get really good yes like uh, Lisa Riley I also enjoyed all the interview comments where they were like so you're a big you are um, you look fit you're fat th- uh, and they were trying to be like you're a fat lass how's it going <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't want to actually say that uh, uh, brilliant yeah I'm excited because I think she's the one, one the ones that's going to lose loads of weight and I love that I love that aspect when you get about five weeks in you can see how much they're toning up yes it's going to be like an episode of I used to be fat or when Pamela Stevenson was on it except obviously Pamela Stevenson not, was not as large as yeah. Lisa Riley but she looked great I don't know if they've ever had anyone who's as large as Lisa O'Reilly before. No, which I think is why it's going to be so interesting, because she's obviously already slimmed down. But she can really dance. Yeah, she's great, and she's going to get better. Yeah. Although her hair yesterday was absolutely awful. That was... Yes, I was curious about that. Um, not having seen the film, I didn't know the point of reference. Oh, that's true. As they came, It was film night, for anyone who didn't watch Strictly Come yesterday. Why did they have a theme night, night so early? It's, that's what, Yes, I was thinking, oh, it's Hollywood night, okay, this could be fun. And then I thought, it's quite early on. I remember when... A couple of years ago, it was when Ali Bastian was on it. And she should have won. Robbed. Um, but she did the Charleston. But that was in about week eight or nine. And it was exciting that they'd introduce a new dance whereas I think that's become oh, one of yes. their regular ones where it used yeah, to be, you was... might, if you were lucky, in, in the penultimate few weeks you might get a couple of new dances and a couple of themes. Yeah, I was watching it last night and thinking, I don't remember them always doing Charleston. I remember the Charleston last year because Matt Baker did wait, was that last year? No, that was the year before. Did Jason Donovan do one last year? Jason Donovan was so good and he's clocked up more rehearsal times than anyone else. I like it when people just come across so well on Strictly. Yes. Didn't care for the mask. No, I thought he did better than he did last week, but I'm already, I don't like the mask, so already he was not winning. It was aim, off-putting, but... and his hat band came off, and he was wearing the hat, and it kept yeah, flopping about, either. and yes. he, looked like, he looked like Madeline, as in, as yeah, in an old house in Paris. Uh, uh, yeah, so, Jessica, do you have a song? I do have a song. It's not the same song that's on the list. I've changed my song. What on earth? I am a song maverick. Stacey's mum. Okay. Yeah. That's not as exciting a change as I thought it was going to be. It's not really, but I forgot it existed until yesterday. Okay. Just shuffled onto my iPod. Good. It was like a beam of light. I thought this should be my song. Well, that's, that's nice. We've all got together somehow. Top fives. Top fives. This week, we are doing our top five... Children's books. Very good. I prompted Jessica through nodding. Yeah, I didn't know that I was supposed to be doing that then. I was confused. I'm sorry. I nodded so hard my head slightly hurts now. It's because of my achy teeth from the running. So these are our top five children's books. Um, It's sort of anything for between ages 0 and 12. Yeah. So we've got a mixture of picture books and also chapter books. Oh, I've just remembered the phrase chapter books. (laughs) Uh, I read chapter books now. I'm eight. I don't remember that, but it makes sense. Yeah, we used to read, we'd have picture books. And then, book, I mean, and then, I mean I understand book. the concept I don't remember sort of saying I read chapter you know. I'm reading uh, The Secret History by Donna Tartt at the moment see I've gone we've now all come full circle and I no longer read chapter books I just read books yeah exactly but I've got to a page I'm on page about 170 and I've just started chapter 5 lengthy lengthy sometimes chapters sometimes they do have chapters yeah but other times not I, if you'd ask me if there were chapters I probably wouldn't have noticed they're so few and far between yeah. Jessica it's your turn to go first this week okay if you'd like to my top five children's books are can I say right now there's hammering in the background yeah so we're having some decorating work done um, we've had a wood-burning stove put in in the dining room and all new wallpaper and it's very exciting all new rush matting all new rush mat. my top five children's books are as usual in no particular order I will start with ones that people have heard of um, Truckers, Diggers and Wings by Terry Pratchett which is a, a trilogy truckers then diggers and finally wings um about some gnomes that live in a department store <laughs> it's status high Ah, uh, this th- these are my books yeah um and when i was about well like i must have been about seven when i got them and i asked for truckers diggers and wings from my granny and she was confused as to why i wanted a book about like a darling kindersley book about truckers. jcb machinery. it's great and, of course, well, it's Terry Pratchett, so it's great. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's about some gnomes that live in a department store, but then some, some gnomes from outside come in. Only the the, the the department store gnomes have never seen outside gnomes before, and they think they're a myth. And they've never seen outside. And they've never seen outside. They've never left the department store. Obviously, at one point, they their ancestors did, but uh, people stopped leaving, and then it became just stories. The department store is going to close, and it's going to be torn down. So how will they get out? So the gnomes need to come up with a... Something. oh and there's an alien machine called the thing oh yes and there's a yes, well, there's little, little black cube. thing which they've never Oh, the outside names bring with them because but it it leeches off the electricity it's but. just a talisman that they just carry around because it's important and they have to keep it with them they don't know why it's important they just know that it is um and then they get inside and it sort of drinks electricity out of the air so it, it kind of starts talking again and comes to life and it's basically basically like a, a flight black box yeah and also, uh, children, that is how electricity works. You can't drink it out of the air. Yes. So uh, <clears throat> I would recommend these books to all ages, frankly, if you have read so. them. Especially for people who read, read to you if you're too little to read them. Yeah, I mean, I, if you're too little to read them, I'm not quite sure how you've managed to listen to Just <laughs> and Jessica's Day of Fun. Um, but, uh, we have yeah. a wide demographic. If you like Discworld novels, um, I find a lot of people haven't actually read these, but they're great. Um, so my next selection is a series of books called Brambly Hedge. It's about some mice that live in tree stumps and tetrus. Yeah, they're really sweet. Um, And the art's amazing because they have um, they show their houses, but they're cross sections of a tree stump with all the rooms like a doll's house. It's really cool. And they have um, the four main ones are the autumn, summer, spring, and winter. Yeah, not in that order, obviously. Um, But then they have some specials, like they have a Christmas one, and they have Poppy's babies, the one on the sea, the high hills. And um, in a a similar vein is Ivy Cottage, which is about some ragdolls that live in a cottage called Ivy Cottage, because it has Ivy on it. And they live with um, Miss Biscuit, who's an old lady who looks after them. And there's one where they set up a newspaper with an old printing press. Yeah, that's brilliant. Which is when uh, our grandpa has an old printing press. Yeah, it's got like movable type and everything. Mm -hmm. And Violet is sort of the the bossy ragdoll, and Ruby is the sort of free spirited yeah let's do this it'll be cool back doll, but i like the order, and ruby just likes to have fun sometimes it much like us more. which way around who knew anyway um and i like the jolly postman which is by alan olberg and janet and janet olberg and it's about a postman who delivers letters but it has like little envelopes and stuff in it, so you can sort of open it's the kind of thing that you can like open flaps and see what's behind a little door and then you can take like little letters out of envelopes and things and It's a special occasion book. you're not allowed to just read it every day yeah because <laughs> you, you might lose things and and there's the jolly christmas placement and as well yeah i love a book where you can have a, a serious book we can have a christmas special yes yeah always a winner uh, and my last book is a book called jessica for obvious reasons no no what i ain't gonna oh well there's anyway um, it's about that's a picture book. It's about a little girl called Ruthie, who has um, an imaginary, well, invisible friend called Jessica. All right, she is imaginary, and uh, and they do everything together and go everywhere together. And then when they go to nursery school, Je- uh, Ruthie's parents say maybe Jessica shouldn't shouldn't go. We think she should stay at home, but Jessica goes anyway. And then, who knows what happens? I do. You told me in great length yesterday. That I told you yesterday. It's cute. I don't want to spoil the ending. No, not for this picture book you've made up. It's definitely a real book. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on the website. My top fives. Top five. I also have Brambly Hedge. I own the complete Brambly Hedge. And they're lovely. And there were some really good uh, stop-motion animations of them. Oh, I don't remember in the that. Early 90s. Oh, no, I do. Yeah, you do. Neil Morrissey did the voice I don't of one that. of them. It's the Christmas one where they go and they... You've definitely seen they it I've on definitely the play. It. Yeah, they put it on the play and they find the room with all the old... Well, I remember the book. I know exactly the book. I don't remember. It. Anyway, carry on. Never mind, carry on. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, for any Latinists listening, uh, obviously. What? what I, why would you not know why what would you Winnie not the Pooh, Pooh is in Latin? No, I was going to say obviously you'd have Winnie the Pooh. Because it's the oh, greatest children's books ever written. Winnie the Pooh was one of those great things where you can play with your friends. Uh, which one are we all? Um, so if I'm a Miranda and you're a Carrie uh, I guess I'm an Eeyore and yeah. you're a Piglet or whatever. Yeah. Um, Just William, again. Uh, While well, we were writing this list I realised that a lot of the ch- children's books I liked um, I knew from listening to an audio tape and obviously the Just William ones you get Martin Jarvis doing the excellent, excellent yes. readings, especially of when they do Hamlet and uh, William has got a bit of a pash for a girl. So he uh, he wants to play Hamlet but doesn't get the part but learns it anyway and just starts doing it. And when we say it learns it. <laughs> I, um, a very loose meaning of it. He, he makes it up most, most of it up as he goes along. Um, it turns it's out great. Humphrey's Corner which is a series of picture books that spun out of a line of greetings cards. Not the other way around as I had oh, thought. I didn't know that. Um, but Humphrey's Corner you may have seen in Mother Care. As well, because it's a, a range of pictures by a lady called Sally Hunter of a, an elephant called Humphrey who wears yellow dungarees and has a bunny called Mop with one ear. Because the other one was loved off. Uh, and he's also, his big sister Lottie, their little brother Jack... And then obviously Mummy and Daddy as well. And they are... And Grandma sometimes. And Grandma and Grandpa sometimes turn up. And there's Lottie's friend. Is Lottie's friend called Dora, or is that one of her dolls? I think that's one of her dolls. And Humphrey's Christmas is obviously the best one, and we read it every Christmas. And my last choice is Agent Z and the Penguins from Mars by Mark Haddon, who is now famous for writing things like The Curious Instant of the Dog in the Nighttime and A Spot of Bother. Oh. But I know him because he wrote uh, the finest series of children's books I've read, which is, yeah, Agent Z, um, and it's about three boys whose names I can't remember. One of them's called, the main guy's called Ben. So it's about these three boys. And they're probably about 15? I think so. Um, and they have a secret club called Agent Zed. And they just get up to various adventures I and mean, they all wear um, Z buttons under their collars, which I just think is the coolest thing. And I've always wanted to be in a club where you wear a badge under your collar. Um, and uh, uh, You could do that. There's nothing stopping you from wearing a, ben, coat, wearing a badge under your collar. Ben has a, a fantasy life where he has a butler and he eats a lot of fish. Uh, he eats chip butties and hot chocolate. But in the Agents and the Penguin from, Penguins from Mars, they live next door to a really annoying man who's won the pools and is really flashy. Um, But he believes in aliens, and he shows uh, then his, like, ridiculously large telescope and his astronomy lab? What are they called? Observatories. Observatories. So they just... He's really mean, awful, so they decide to prank him. So they steal a penguin from a zoo, and they dress it up as an alien, and they um, spend money on buying a meteorite from, uh, from California. Obviously, they have to, like, go buy a magazine and find it advertised in the back of it. Nowadays... This is really easy because of the internet. is your (laughs) friend. Um, And then they borrow a smoke machine and they send the penguin in tinfoil suit out into the park. (laughs) Um, And so, uh, yeah, and they make him think that he's seen aliens. Great times. So, our honourable mentions. Horrible histories. No? I think I read... Except for the ones that have been published in sort of the last ten years. I think I've read all of them. I think you used to own all of them. I think I did. Horrible Histories, and I read Horrible Science, because obviously we had to have similar but different because we're sisters. Yeah, obviously. Um, I was saying that would be ridiculous. But I now much prefer history to science. Yeah. I used to love maths and science. I could have gone into an industry that might pay um stupid English degree. Yeah, who does <laughs> <Just> humanity, <laughs> honestly? <laughs> um, but yeah, Horrible Histories. Yeah, Oxford Reading Tree. Biff and Chip. Biff and Chip and Kipper. Yes. Uh, or actually called were they Beatrice Charles Charles and Christopher Yes There's the books we learnt to read with <gasps> like Letterland Oh um, God Letterland But yeah So they're they're children's books but they're they're not educational They are stories But it's what schools have to teach children to read And they go on all these so adventures So basically everyone I know <laughs> has read the, tree. Read, read the Oxford Reading Tree read the Oxford Reading Tree and it's this is a great thing where you can find if if it works you are instantly you find great common ground with people. You go, did you read Doctor reading Tree? And I was like, yes. And the the first ones, the early ones, is like they take the dog, floppy, to the, floppy, the dog. To, what a terrible name for a dog! To a have... park, and then and then as they the book get more like yeah. the, the reading uh, age it, gets should higher. We, should be explained. They they are brother and sister tw- twins, Biff and. The twi- twins. And Kipper the And Kip is the younger brother and they have a dog called Floppy and they have a magic key which can take them on adventures. But there's the best one is where they go on a trip to the Natural History Museum and on the way there they get off the coach and they have two um friends called Wilf and Wilma. Yeah. Um who are possibly also twins. Yeah, it's fraternal, not twins fraternal twins, brother and sister. But Wilf treads in a puddle. No, they're playing football at the um Oh at the service station on their little lunch break. And um and Wilf kicks the football and the football goes into a lake, and unfortunately his shoe follows it because it flies off his foot yeah. and kicks it. So the teacher gives him a plastic bag to put in his foot. Uh, and, then, and then he has to walk around the whole of the Natural History Museum with a plastic bag on his foot. Only the next book, where they go, I think they take they, to to Mars. Go, they have a real a real adventure. Like, they just go to the Natural History Museum, and then they have one that's a magic, a ma- like magic. And then the next one, they go and meet the dinosaurs, because the magic key sort of takes them back in time or to dinosaur land. But the crucial thing is because it follows straight on, even though it's the next book, Will's foot is still in the plastic bag. Oh I thought it was the Mars one. The Mars one is where they're on a rocket ship with a washing machine on it. <laughs> and yes. There's just a picture of that them was... and it's just in the background. Do you realise it in the background there's a washing machine? That was a that was a much later book, I think. that okay. was more words. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um yeah, Wind of the Willows you've put here. Yeah, obviously. Yep. Even the bit with pan that nobody ever oh. talks about. Yeah. Piper gate. No. There's a nice little bit you've put your I've put Scrambled Legs which is um, about five girls who live in Ohio and go to a ballet school the show me state yes I can't actually remember if I mentioned this in my honorable mentions her favorite books normal books I think you did in which case I have other things that I should have put in here as well but if girls... crosses back over because yeah, she's, a, she's a children's book um, yeah and they don't go to the same school the only thing I think I did mention this the only thing they have in common is the fact that they all go to this ballet school, and the fact that they don't actually want to be there, their parents are making them go. And one of them's really cool and has a big jacket. One of them's really cool and has a big jacket. One of them is really tall. One them's fat. And sort of quiet. One of them is fat and grumpy. Uh, one of them is very, very sporty and bit of a tomboy, and one of them is kind of sweet and bubbly, but a bit... Dense? and um, Sort of... D- yeah dippy anyway uh i put railway children and peter pan again these are things that i mainly listen to as story tapes yeah i refound my peter pan story tape a couple of years ago after about 10 years and i just remembered everything and all the music and all came flooding back puddle lane was another thing you sort of learnt to read with yeah a lane called puddle lane and they that was also on the television and they had some sensible ones nearly this Playing okay. the wizard, Neil Innes, from the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. And my favourite one was a series um about the clock striking 13. Not 1984. <laughs> That's a very different start. <laughs> or, or Tomsman Midnight or... Garden. Or Tomsman Midnight Garden. But it's about these two wooden um puppet things. I can't remember if they're actually the figures on the clock, but they become real. And that was a series of books. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline Wilson. Read loads of those. Yeah. But she's now published. I'd, I'd read all of them. There was a point where I yeah. read all of them um but that was when i was 10 and i was, yes. that's 13 years you, ago you grew up and stopped reading them and she's kept writing them and so she's written a hundred books has she i think that's what it said I'm i wasn't sure really listening. i you read, read about 15 of them yeah and i thought well you should probably stop now that's enough when i was 10 your song what's your song another sunny day by bell and sebastian so i was listening to the life pursuit oh good lord there's a story which is the album I don't have. That's um. why I've got the first of five, but I haven't got that one yet. I'm working through, and I listened to it, and I thought, this song's great, and then, you know, when you hear a song, and you think, I have listened to this all the time, but this time it's a good song, I'm like Gangnam Style, and uh, <laughs> so I've just been really listening to that loads, and it's really nice, and it's really happy. Neil Lanford? Need Lanford. Okay, the jumper, I just can't, I oh did so up it's some still... of it, and it's just, there's more, and then with it, oh, I just I don't want you do and then it's because... such a weird colour. Uh... done. And I'm actually, I've got out my hot water bottle ready to knit my hot water bottle cover. Very good. And then I've been queuing up some uh, jumpers on our way. But I think I might knit a hat. Ooh. Like a big, um, a, like one of those sort of beanie berry things chunky. where they're quite chunky, but like where they're floppy. Oh yeah. Um, you made an ombre birthday cake. Oh, I did that I? That's kind cool. Yeah, my birthday cake that I took to work. Normal sponge. I don't do anything fancy at work. They say, "Oh, you love baking and go go on the Bake Off." And I think, "How little do you know about my baking?" <laughs> so I make one cake, but I just do different things with it. Um, so I did an ombre. So I divided the cake batter into four, and I put more pink in each layer so that it went down, and there's a sort of four-layer cool. sunrise-y thing. Um, yeah, I watched the Bake Off, and then it's like, "Oh, the final challenge. We're gonna make a chiffon cake." It's kind of they're meant to be amateur bakers, but. The amateur bakers I know bake really good cakes and biscuits. Yeah. Yum, 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 yum. But it was the uh, Bake Off final. It was. It was exciting, wasn't it? It was exciting. Really? It was a shock ending, if you ask me. It kind of was. It was... If James had had a good day, he'd I, have walked I think it. If James hadn't had a sort of... disaster based catastrophe. It was just... It was like he'd gone a bit mad. I think he'd done too much. I think the, the problem was he'd... Because he'd been doing his exams and he'd been doing, yeah. you know, trying to do too much at the same time, probably. Yeah. Um, he'd done the, pretty much the whole series kind of by the seat of his pants, and yeah. it had always worked. Well, it didn't. Work. Except on this occasion, it didn't. But unfortunately, it was the final. Yep. Um, but I thought that with, I thought then our oh, James isn't going to win, so Brendan will. But then. John did. I, but I think all, he was a worthy winner. Yeah, they were all worthy Go, winners. Going into it, I wasn't sure, because he'd, but then I was, it was just because he'd had a bad week the previous week, yeah. and I thought, okay, you know. And I I thought, when they announced who was going through at the end, I thought overall that maybe Danny would have done it. But because but it's looking, not cumulative. Yes, Which I think but looking hilarious. back, I think John is a worthy winner. And, yeah. when, and I, I called it, but I didn't say it out loud, so, so I have no proof of that. My mum said, oh, I think it'll be Brendan, and I thought, i think it might be john and i didn't say anything because you both had gone i think it'll be brenda so i was like okay uh snack of the day what is your snack of the day olives okay we had a massive bowl of olives the reason for this is i really like olives apart from anything um when we were out for lunch on saturday yeah with rosie's friends for her birthday uh we were all starving so we'd ordered our food hadn't we and then we which just kind of walked past me and, okay, and plasmis, um, could we just have some bread and olives for the table, please? And we got like a cereal bowl full of olives. It was ridiculous, but it was it's great. like a, like a serving Sometimes bowl. you get just like, like a mixing like, bowl of olives. Sometimes you get like two big olives. It's each. like a washing up bowl filled with okay, olives. Okay, it's a bath, of oli- just carry on. Mm. A jacuzzi. Yeah. So olives, tasty. A mixture of uh, black and green. Yeah. Kind of vinaigrette, which mm. I thought worked mm. quite well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, tasty. What have we seen this week? What have we, we seen, seen this week? week? Ooh. You've got the list. Well. Um, so, Starbucks. I almost don't want to say their name. Like, they need any more publicity. Other oh, coffee chains are available. Yeah. But, um, I mean, their pumpkin spice lattes are really nice. Yeah, and we've mentioned them before. Yeah. Um, I don't like to go to Starbucks. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but I was always slightly unaware of why I didn't want to go to Starbucks. Jessica, lots just- of cause i love i'm i'm not happy unless i'm boycotting something she loves a boycott she she likes to go this corporation the all corporations don't pay tax this is what we have to do. yeah um so basically i am vindicated in my dislike of starbucks because they pay little I, tax because they don't pay very much tax um but leading on from that on the same morning that um twitter was awash with hey guys spilled coffee hey everyone hey guys twitter um starbucks yeah mm-hmm. are you with me right guys yeah. um, somebody else posted um, a little caption saying I think Starbucks might want to uh, rethink the design of their van and a photo that they'd taken which uh, was a van with a sliding door with Starbucks printed on the side of it but when you opened the door and slid it back the it just was hidden by the <laughs> it just read sucks <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny given the timing Yeah, and it tickled me so there we go uh, Rosie's seen something slightly more oh, sensible well. and less but on it Relevant to the children's books, uh, there's a lady bouncing around the internet um, who's a librarian, a children's librarian in the US, and she had a um, full sleeve done of children's um, book-themed tattoos. She had Matilda and uh, Le Petit Prince, and it was very nice, so we should link link to those pictures. Um, Also, on BuzzFeed, I've spent some time on BuzzFeed thanks to Rosie um, tweeting... Something about uh, people being scared. In oh, houses. I love those. It's they have That a thing. was very funny. They hide cameras in haunted houses and they take pictures of people being scared. And I don't, I'm never going in a haunted house unless I can just sit and watch people being scared. It's hilarious. It was brilliant. Some of the faces people <laughs> were putting, it was basically just frat boys. It's all the fat boys ripping onto like... is where they sort of form a conga line of fear because they all bring print <laughs> to the person in front, and then sometimes the person at the back will sort of the weight will drag them down, and it looks like the evolution of man, <laughs> but of horrified people. It was very funny, um, but the the reason I also saw um, I think it's something like twenty two reasons why children are the worst. Yep. that was very entertaining. Um, and thirty three animals who were disappointed. Yeah, the the one the main main one we found that I was going to talk to you about. But then got distracted by other things that I discovered. Was there uh, 33 animals who look extremely disappointed in you? Yeah. And it is a list of 33 animals that look extremely disappointed in you. They don't really disappointed. It's like otters looking at you, like, why have you done this? There are no badgers. Who do knew bachelors. that many animals could cross their arms? Yeah, the bunny sort of looking what down its it? nose at you. Angry bunny. But looking like it's sort of standing up with his arms folded, just, what have you done? What were you thinking? Why have you done this? Why have you done this? So we have a big shout out. Uh, yeah, we have a shout out this week to Grace Sapp, who is Little Minky ninety three on Twitter, who has sent us some lovely tweets. And thank you for pointing out that it was PG Woodhouse's one hundred and thirty first. birthday. Did I reply to that? Because I meant to. I'm not sure. Oh, because I meant to say thank you because I got overexcited. And I was the next day. It was Oscar Wilde's birthday, and I think I think I worked out he would have been one hundred and fifty four, but I can't quite remember what conclusion I came to. I I was very happy that their birthdays are next to each other. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I love them both. Anyway, hi Grace. Hi thank Grace. You thank you for listening. We're really glad you like the show and grace lives in america which is cool because yeah welcome to like international um, reaching our, our lovely country yeah um we are sitting in our downton style palatial yes we're I've, drinking you're drinking um tiny cups of t- this is not true i'm drinking instant coffee out of a mug that came free with the guardian Yeah. this is the life this Great. is living have a good fortnight To find out more and to look at our show notes, you can visit our website at rosyandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at sayhellotoroseyandjessica at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, The Day of Fun Show. You can listen to our shows on Mixcloud, or you can download us from iTunes. See you soon! (laughs) (laughs) I think that run has really, really screwed up my lungs. (sighs) Ah...